Hour number three, Darren, Donnie, and Chase on this Wednesday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a good day. Don't forget, as we get prepared to talk in just a moment to Wesley Woodyard, that um, we will have a ton of pregame leading up to kickoff on Sunday. Not the late start this Sunday. Noon kickoff over at Nissan Stadium. But the coverage right here on ESPN 1025, the game, and I'm not going to read this word for word because clearly Max is, yes, doing the copy. Uh, Max Hers and Calvin Smith will be anchoring the coverage to kick off the first two and a half hours. That'll be from 7 a.m. until 9.30. And then oh, things, I don't have to get up early. Yeah. it's good. There you go. And then things shift downtown at George Jones on 2nd Avenue where our pregame show will be from 9.30 until 11.30, and that'll be Jared Floyd Reese and Forever Titan Chris Sanders. Don't forget our own D-Mace on Morning Drive. D-Mace and Chris Johnson yep. will be the 12th man for the game on Sunday. Our NFL pregame show is brought to you by Wholesale Inc., powered by RumbleOn.com, Kubota Tractors, Middle Tennessee Kubota Dealers, and Boom Boz, Craft Pizza, and Tap House. Let's head over to St. Thomas Sports Park, the man who had a huge play in the win over the Chargers on Sunday. Titans linebacker Wesley Woodyard is on the line. Wesley, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Hey, you've been doing this. We're doing fantastic. Uh, you've played in a lot of football games, and I suspect some probably some crazy endings <laughs> in your lifetime at every level. Uh, where did that one stack up? Uh, that's that, that's definitely a, a top top three finish, man. You know, I've had some been around some great football games here and then out in Denver as well. But that that one last week was definitely definitely one for the records and one to remember. No doubt. That's back-to-back years. The finish with the Chargers has been <laughs> exciting, right? right? I know you came up on the wrong end in London last year, but holy cow, they've been fun to watch at the end. Yeah, uh, man, without a doubt, man. It's because you get two two teams that, that know how to play the game of football. Uh, we made the playoffs the year before that. The Chargers have been making the playoffs. Uh, a lot of years in the past 10 years so they they know how to win and you know we're just just trying to use this momentum just like they did last year to prepare them into into the playoffs you know this was a pivotal game last year and both of our seasons just like it was this year so we got to use this momentum and ride that on and just keep stacking these dubs uh peel back the curtain for us radio dudes that don't get to experience what you experience every sunday and thank goodness for you guys we're doing this uh Take us through what it's like in the huddle, and as the game is getting close, and the Chargers are right there, and they have first and goal. And I mean, what what are you guys talking about? What's your mindset in the final minute of the game, trying to keep them out of the end zone? Oh uh, yeah, right, right then and there, in that last seconds, man. As players, we're all you know screaming out. We're, we're talking to each other. Hey, check, be alert for this. Uh, all while we're waiting on a call until we can give over more checks and more more things that we can look forward to. But a lot of guys are calling our plays. I know me, myself, calling our plays or Logan's calling our plays. But more importantly, it's the mindset. And that's something that I can vividly remember hearing me and Kenny and Jarrell, too. Like, it's a mindset. Everything's happened for a reason. You know, they don't have to score. I know that's what I was preaching. You know, every every blade of grass we got to defend. So little things like <laughs> that to try to get your mind ready before the, before the play starts. And then all of a sudden the call comes in. Now we're echoing the call. Now we have to communicate a little bit more. Hey, you need to do this. Hey, drop here. Do this. Do that. And, and it's just little things that get you locked in. And when that play comes, somebody has to go out there and make that play happen. Wesley, we, we were discussing this. And, uh, of course, again, we're sitting where we're sitting on Monday where you can go back through everything. But 
One thing that was an interesting decision at the time was with the runoff coming after the review, right? Uh, they didn't have any timeouts, but you guys elected to take the timeout. Did did you think that that was a good way for you guys to sort of reset that mentality you were talking about? Because there's an argument the other way, put them in sort of the frenzy, make them have to scramble, but you guys were able to regroup as well. Oh, without a doubt, and and that's a good thing. A lot of people have been asking me, like, hey, did did that mess up the Florida game, uh, timeouts here, uh, penalties here and there? And I'm like, man, actually as a defensive unit, it gives you more time to get your, your thoughts back in order and get your breath. That's the most important thing because they drove the ball down the field. So you're a little bit antsy, a little bit a little bit drained just off of the um, – just off of them making plays, and, and once they they slow the game down, that makes the defensive unit home back in and focus up. And you know that last situation with those time calling timeouts, hey man, it worked out in our favor. We got a chance to get off the field. Big Jeff got a lot of pushback into the backfield. I was able to come off the edge and strip the ball, and you know Jarrell Casey ran away with the goods. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know right away? Wesley? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I knew I knew right away. Um, when, when Jeff, you know, especially looking back on the film, I can give more greater details now. But but Jeffrey got got a lot of push up the middle, which caused him to, you know, change his 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 footwork. So he was going in the a gap, and it made him bounce out a little bit wider. And by doing that, you know, he's trying to put two hands on the ball. So I'm coming off the edge at this time, and and in my mind, I'm like, let me get my hand across him and pull him back away from the goal line. But in doing that, I'm like, oh, there's the ball. So I reach my hand out popped the ball out, and immediately I knew it was a fumble. It was just that if he would have got on top of the ball in the end zone, that would have been a touchdown. So that was what I was worried about. But I saw I hit Jarrell's stomach, and I knew we were in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> there was another thing that was floated out there, and, and Mike Vrabel was trying to go back through all of his thoughts. And, of course, this is a frenzy going 100 miles an hour at the time. But did they float the idea at you guys as a defense to let them score at all? No, not at all. Heck no. Uh, and that's and you guys would not have had anything of that. You guys wouldn't have wanted that either, would you? No, not not at all. It's hey, defend every blade of grass, make them kick a field goal. That's the that's the that's their best outcome that they can get in that situation. They're not winning the game on us, and we're not letting them score, especially not with 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 not not that many timeouts and about thirty seconds left. Heck no, we got to keep them out. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a no. That was a heck no. Yeah. Just so you know. Uh, just real quick, you brought up Big Jeff. I mean, uh, look, it, anybody that said they knew that's what it would look like the first time out there, they're Pinocchio. <laughs> Give me a break. Now, maybe you guys, because you've been around him watching him work to get to this point, but all of us and fans, give me a break. How could you have seen him having that impact that fast? What about for you guys? I mean, tell us. I mean, what, what did you think you were going to get out of him in his first NFL game? I tell you what, he as from players, he had a short leash because he walked around here this whole time since he since he came back in OTAs and and everything. He talks more trash than anybody. <laughs> we were like, you probably you act like a veteran and you haven't even stepped on the football field. So we'd be like, young man, get on the field first. So he 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 definitely earned some stripes and, and opened up some eyes, but. We've been seeing it in practice. Last week he had a, a really good pass rush that, that let people know, let our let our coaches know, hey, he's ready to go in the game. So that's what we need from him, man. That's what he got drafted that high for, to make those impact plays and to k- continue to anchor down the defensive line. Wesley Woodyard is with us, the Lumberjack here on Darren, Donick, and Chase. And uh, you got a lot of young linebackers in that room with you, uh, you guys. But Cam Wake comes in as a free agent this year. What have you learned out of him having, having Cam Wake around? 
man, you know, Cam's a really a really great vet inside the locker room. You know, his his locker is uh. Well, we we switch. We put a we put a, a space in between us. We call that the veteran locker. That's what happens when you get ten plus years. You get a bonus locker to hold over all your your your, your extra envelopes, your junk, all your junk mail that you get sent in, your, your new packages. So, you know, Cam's man, he's he's a competitor, man. You know, coming from Miami, they didn't get a chance to make the playoffs that that many times. If they made it once, I think I think so, maybe one time. But anyway, I say that to say this. You know, he's a guy that comes into work every day trying to practice hard, trying to get everybody better, and he wants to get into the postseason. So he's giving it his all, and I think that's something great that our young outside linebackers need to see, that, hey, here, here's a guy that's played uh, 14 years in the NFL, and he comes to work every day like it's year one. And, and that's all you can ask for a guy coming into a new team, that they continue to do the things that, that got them brought here and continue to pull other people up with them. You're one of the leaders on this defense how much pride do you guys have holding opponents to twenty or less so far this season? It's a it's 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 big for us, man. Uh, that's something that we come out every week and we talk about limit limit the opponent chances to score. If they get in the red zone, make them kick field goals, and that's something that's never going to change, no matter who we play. And 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 la- last week, man, we 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 focused on one of our keys being good on third down and. and and that didn't happen, you know. That was, that allowed the Chargers to stay in the game, and that's something that we got to continue to work on. The third down, and continue to keep make sure guys not score in the red zone and they kick field goals. How nice was it for the offense to to give you guys, you know, put some points up and give you guys a little bit of a cushion to work with? Oh, it was great, man. Um, truly, truly a, a full fledged team effort to pull that that victory off last week, and that's 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 all we need man everybody continue to play hard and play together and play for one another and i don't think anybody will be able to come in between us when it comes to this season man you know the sky's still the limit we have to just make sure we take advantage of the opportunities that we have in at hand and, and this week it's the buccaneers wesley i know you've got to hit the practice field but let me just say this uh everybody loves has loved covering you and talking with you it's conversations like this but let me also say this Keep up the good work in the community, too. Everybody really appreciates what you do away from the football field as well. Oh, man, I appreciate it so much. Hey, you got to get – just like the game of football, you got to go in there and make a play. It's the same thing with the community. You got to go in there and make a play and make something happen for a greater good. Hey, I love it. Hey, go have fun on Sunday. Go get another win, and we'll talk to you down the road. All right, tighten up. All right, that is Wesley Woodyard, Titans linebacker. As the they lumberjack. Hit the practice field, and that was pretty cool. Kind of – I'm just talking – you know, I was getting – yeah, the juice is flowing. Yeah. Hearing him talking about just kind of think about watching, but just think about what it's like to actually be in that action. You know, yeah. to be right there as that final minute played out, which was completely oh, I'm sure it's it was, a whirlwind, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting though that that I that nobody even floated to the defense. Hey, uh, thinking about letting him score. I, I no. honestly, when that came up, was I was Monday? very surprised. I, think a defense, I, I never even that I didn't, never I didn't ever think about that. crossed my mind ever. Like, I didn't think about ever that. watching. Like I never thought. I think it came up in the Monday presser. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I mean, I remember the three of us were like, uh, "If I, really? where did if, that come? If from? I'm a defensive player, as much respect as I have for my head coach, I'm looking at him, telling him he's number one, and then I'm lining up." <laughs> I, I, there's no way I'm letting them score. Well, you heard him say, heck yeah. no, twice. I mean, it, there's teams, no way. Teams have done it. I know, and and I, I understand there's a strategy to it, but right. when if, you're this defense that has played so well, there's no way you're – And the fact you're, that the you're Chargers going to go can't run the ball yeah. very But they're well. going to go up four. I mean, that's even – That's, gonna a, go that's up a different four. scenario. And 
they had no timeouts left. If they had three and they could milk the clock and kick a field goal to win it. Right. And not kick a field goal to tie it. To me, the situation didn't even apply to that. I I I agree. I I didn't even understand that whole whole narrative that came out. It's been out there this week. I mean – Honestly, I thought he answered it pretty nicely. I, I thought he, you know, he could have said other choice things because I, I never ever thought that watching that game that that never even crossed my mind. Yeah, not no. one. Like I never had the notion of, you know, they should probably maybe. Now I'm looking at the clock. Maybe they should just let them score and then try to get it done on offense. No, no, because no I I think I think the way the game ended as crazy as it was, but the defense holding that does more for a team than than anything. Because that right there has been their bread and butter, has been defense. That's why I asked him about 20 or less. I mean, they've done it in every game. So I think that was huge for the morale of the team. I'll also say this. Listen, we've had Wesley Woodyard on before, and I know you guys have talked to him a lot over the years. That is a guy you love to have in your locker room. And 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 I would love to see, as long as he wants to play football, he stays a Tennessee Titan. Because even though he doesn't play every down anymore and – they use him in a different role. He's so important to that locker room. He's a glue room. guy, man. Yep. Every room needs a glue guy. That's a glue guy. And there's a reason he's been a captain, I believe, ever, since every, since he's been in the league, right? Oh, every level. He's yeah. always – I mean, that's just – that's how he's wired. Uh, well, you got a word about the good folks at Lee Company. All right. Let's tell you about Lee Company. Predators playing a lot of home games during this stretch. They've got another one tomorrow against the Minnesota Wilds. So that means – our whole gang will be down there in Smashville again. And all throughout next week, there's three more home games, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And my point is, Lee Company's a big sponsor of the Nashville Predators. You'll see them around Bridgestone Arena. You'll hear it with our coverage on 102.5, the game of our radio crew. They do a tremendous job in support of the Predators, and they do a great job in our household as well. And I know many of you listening know what I'm talking about. They do a great job with your heating unit, your cooling system, your plumbing and electrical systems as well. And I've been saying it. Last night, you probably had to kick on the heat. And maybe you kicked it on and you're like, ooh, man, it's been a while since I had it checked. It's not working efficiently. It's not working properly. Well, we're just getting started with the cold weather. So call the number that I say every day on the show, 567-1000 for Lee Company. Keep it in the back of your mind, 567-1000. And call now to get your heating unit checked before you get into a crisis situation, because it's going to get more than a little chilly in the coming weeks and months. So Lee Company is a fantastic group because they also offer other programs as well to where you have a yearly system of staying on top of these things. And believe me, I'm one that needs some help in that area. Lee Company has given us that help. 567-1000 for Lee Company, or go online and make an online appointment at LeeCompany.com.